And you told your people to come in, right? Mm-hmm. You sure? I did. I posted it. All right. Make you sure, know, make sure your people come in. They better be. In they here. better be. Because I definitely posted it. They better time. be. All so right. So don't play. Don't play. Tune in. Baby. Y'all better. <laughs> you see her coming in. All right. I love it. I love what okay. I see her coming in. <laughs> Right, so y'all know how this goes. I'm gonna give everybody like five minutes. I like to give people time, you know, to join the party. (laughs) Time to join the party. So we're gonna give y'all like five minutes to come in, then we're gonna start. Period. Excited. Excited. (laughs) (laughs) And we, what were you drinking tonight? I got some blue Bel Air. Okay, she's keeping it classy tonight. Yeah, I like it. I think it tastes really good. You like it? Yeah, I really do. Really? I'm the blue one out of all of them for her. Really? I don't what know other, what, it is, but what like, other colors is there besides blue and pink? The regular one. Like a it's like a gold color. Oh like a gold. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, nothing special. But okay. the blue one's fine. Okay. Yeah, I like the blue one too. I can't eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. Everybody's coming in. Y'all know what it is. It's Reckless Wednesday, y'all. every Wednesday is Reckless Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I get really Yeah, <laughs> every Wednesday. I tell people, I drink. We have a party. We vibe. Period. I'm like, excited. I feel good I'm Wednesday, right? Yeah, I feel good. I don't feel no pressure or nothing. See? So I feel good. I feel good too. You know why? Because on the walk in. Right? Oh. It's like, I'm a hugger. <laughs> yeah, like, I love, I love that. Me too. Me too. It felt and good. I haven't really met nobody that I feel that way, you know? Really? Like sometimes it's like, oh, hey, how are you? But, like, you one of the first people in a long time that I've been like, you know what, let me hug her. Yeah, me too. You know? And people think I'm weird. Exactly. But I just, you know. I feel like you feel energy. Yes. Immediately when you meet somebody. Immediately. Like, you You'll know if you want to. I, me too. So, most of the time, not. But <laughs> I love that. Because everybody say, like, they're an energy reader. But I feel yeah. like you really have to be in tune to really, yes. like, read energy. You really have to be in tune. I agree. And, like, it. If I hug someone, I feel it. Yep. I feel if I'm ever going to speak to them exactly. again. If I'm ever going to be in your presence. For real. Yeah, yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. Just in a hug. Energy don't lie. Um, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> when you hugging somebody, you transfer energy. So, like, yeah, you got to hug people. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a handshake is not so personal. Me too. It's like you do that with anybody. Anybody. Like. And then it's so nasty to think about it. No, for real. Because right? what your hands was. Hello. After everything we've been through in the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shake nobody's fucking hand. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Keep your hand to yourself. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Keep your hand to yourself. I'm going to give y'all two more minutes. We, we good, good vibes, good conversation. Look, don't drop your phone. I won't, I won't, I won't. Don't tell me you're drunk already. Over no. All right. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> It's so good though, huh? It is good. I should have had some ice, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm working on my hospitality. It's okay. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's okay, you know what? It's just great. I feel like every every week I get better. Yeah. Next time I'm gonna have it's like some food, like some appetizers. Wow, look at you. It's all about improvement. See? You know? Yeah. Like I critique myself. Like right. what can I do to. better? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm sure with all this alcohol, somebody's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like I should probably bring some food in this right. motherfucker. But this presentation is great. Like this is good. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, let's get to it. Hello. <laughs> 
You are now tuned in to Reckless Talk with Rick and Rhea. Y'all know who the fuck I am. I'm Rick and Rhea. And we do this every fucking Wednesday. <laughs> every Wednesday. And tonight we have a special, special, special guest in the motherfucking building. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Go ahead. Okay. My name is Ajayla. Um, I am CEO and host of Just Share the Podcast. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Right? Go ahead. It's the CEO motherfucking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Big one, not the little one. Okay. Yes. Okay. And you know what? Say your name again. Ajayla. I love that name. Okay. I'm I couldn't say this because today, a lot of people like to call me Aaliyah. And that's not it. It's literally Ajayla. Like, it's literally spelled exactly how you say it. So when people mispronounce it, that bothers you? Very, very much so. Really? Yes. It's a unique name. Yeah, but like Aaliyah? Yeah, it's no L. There's a J in my name. Like, what? You know, yeah, I mean, like, the L is at yeah, the end, but... It's just weird, but, it's just weird. But, okay, yeah. but can I call you Jay? Yes, you can call me Jay. That's I cool. Me Jay, yeah. All right, I like Jay. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so we got Jay in the building, and I have you on the CEO, and what I love about Jay on the fucking walk-in, she came prepared today. She came with business card. She came with pens. She came with stickers. I love to see that. I love to see that drive. I love to see that motivation. I love to see people prepared and Thank hungry you. and ready. So Thank I appreciate you. that. Thank, Thank you. you. No problem. <laughs> I love that. Presentation. It's I want, all about. I want to leave you with something. Let me tell you something. It's all about first impressions. Exactly. I it's think all, I hit this one out the front. I think you did too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think you did too. <laughs> okay, it was. So, Ajayla is Jay. Jay is a fellow podcaster. Um, we we met on IG. Um, we both have podcasts. And I thought that us collabing would be super dope and, you know, super amazing for both of us. Like I told you, there's no interviews so far that I've loved more yeah. than networking with other podcasters. Yeah. You know, because so far... I've had such a welcoming experience mm -hmm. and I wanted to produce that same experience for other podcasters. Right. Like me having a studio, I let everybody know my house is your house. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. everyone is welcome here. So I'm nice. so happy to have you. Thank you. <laughs> this is episode 17. I'm gonna call this one the birds and the bees. And I feel like this is going to be a great episode. We're going to talk about our podcast journey. We're going to go back and forth. Um, you're a lot younger than me. So I feel like I'm going to come as your old ass auntie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? You know? I feel like I'm everybody's favorite gay cousin. Honestly, so, I like that. I am. I'm everybody's favorite gay cousin. So I'm going to come as your, you know? We're going to go back and I forth. I cousin. See? So it's okay. I love it. <laughs> okay, so let's start at the beginning. How long have you been podcasting? I just made a year, August 12th of this year, so a little over a year now. A little over a year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wh why? <laughs> why podcasting? I have always been a really good writer, so I knew I always had a voice and I knew I always had a way with my words that could make people feel something. So when I got older, I turned 19 and I was like, you know, I should really develop a podcast, but I didn't really know like what went into it or how to go about it. So it was kind of just an idea that I just let like sit for a while. And then when I turned 21 and I was going through a lot of stuff in my life and I think that's when I really developed self-love for myself. I think we always say that we love ourselves until we're really put to the test to prove that. Mm. So that was the big year for me where I like fell in love with myself and found my voice for real and understood like my purpose in life. And I think one of my purposes in life is to help other people through their experiences, through mine. 
Okay. So, so you said you found that at 19. Mm-hmm. How old are you now? 22. 22. So you're a baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, a baby. No. Yes, you are. <laughs> Maybe. You're the, you. same, you're the same age as my little brother. Oh, wow. My my baby brother. Oh. So that's why, so yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm about right. to auntie you today. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm auntie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, you said you developed this at 19. Yes. So why, why did you wait so long to I pursue think- it? I was just got to, um, I did my undergraduate at Philly Dickinson University. So I think when I had turned 19, it was kind of like I was in the midst of moving away, going to school, trying to find my rhythm out there, trying to, you know, keep in touch with people out here. I was just going through too much, I think, and my life was changing so drastically. So it was kind of put to the back burner. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I was really focused on myself at that time in my life anyway. So mm-hmm. that wasn't really something I was really focused on. But as I got older, like I said, when I turned 21 and I really went through some stuff that made me be like, you know what, you are dope. Like, you really do have a lot to say and, like, you should share that. Okay. That's when I birthed Just Jay. I love that. Okay. So I asked you this earlier and I want to ask you again. I feel like this is a question that I've got and I love asking other people this. They say everyone feels like they have a story. Mm-hmm. Everyone feels like they have this amazing story to tell. So why do you feel like your story is so special that you feel like it's worth sharing with other people or other people sharing their experiences with you i think i've been through a lot in my life more than like the average person seeing me would really think that i've been through mm-hmm. you know so i'm a lot knowledge a lot more knowledgeable in certain areas of my life than other people my age okay and I think that that wisdom that I have acquired through my life experiences is worth something to talk about. You know, I've been through a lot of things, you know, good, bad, whatever. And I've never stopped. I've never, you know, like I'm, I've just gotten stronger every single year. So I just feel like I'm somebody that has been through some shit and knows how to like use her kind of not weaknesses, but use her experiences and her story to help other people and motivate other people to get through the same things that okay. they could possibly be going through. I love that. So. I love that. Okay, so tell me about the beginning. Tell me about your first episode. Okay. What was that like? Um, so in the beginning, I didn't have nothing. Like, I didn't have microphone. I have my one laptop that I still use to this day. Mm-hmm. And I used to record in my car because my mom's a baker. So, like, she always got some mixers and shit going So she on. had her own little business right. going on in the so house. It's like, it's three businesses in my house. My mom's a baker, my dad's a graphic designer, and then I got the podcast. Wow. So it's a lot going on. A family on. of creators. Right. I love so that. It's just a lot going on. So I used to have to record in my car. And I remember my first episode, literally the day that I announced that I was going to be dropping my podcast, I wasn't even approved on Apple Podcasts yet. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, damn, like, what am I going to tell people if I don't get approved? Okay. I literally got approved, like, maybe four hours before it was supposed to drop. Okay. So it was kind of like a destined to be type thing. But okay. My first episode was in my car. It was nothing special. It was just me introducing just you? myself. Okay. Yeah. yeah, my podcast is basically just me. That's why it's called. Yeah? Adventure. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is also really hard to do. Like, being solo and trying to keep the conversation going every week. Do you feel like that's hard? I feel like it used to be, to be honest, in the beginning, yeah. I love that you said that. Because I started doing just audio. Me too. Okay. So, I used to do just audio as well. And there are some episodes that I have on Spotify and Apple Podcasts where it's just solely me. Right. 
And in the beginning, those were the episodes that I really enjoyed the most. Yeah. Because it was like a venting session. Exactly. It was literally like, I need to get this shit out. And this is how I'm going to get it out. And it felt so good as opposed to talking to people where I have to force conversation and I have to force information where everything is here for me. I know what the fuck I I want to say. Yeah, you know what I mean? So those are some of my some of my best episodes but i wanted to expand in talking to other people because i feel like i wanted to share my experiences you know what i mean but i love that you said that because those were literally some of my favorite episodes Uh, yeah i think for me in the beginning those are us even now when you watch my episodes to this day like in the middle at the end of it i'll be like yeah right it is very therapeutic for me. I think that's another reason why I've stuck with it for so long because it just feels good to just talk and express yourself in different ways. But when I'm by myself, I do love it. Don't get me wrong, but I really think I enjoy like like stuff like this, like interacting with other people. I have my friends on it a lot okay. or other creatives who have just different things to bring to the conversation and to the okay. table. So I like hearing other people's perspectives. So, I so do I. That. So do I. I love that. Hey. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, we I love time. this. Okay. So, I have a question. Okay. When I started podcasting, I remember my first episode. I probably got 13 listens. Mm -hmm. And I was so happy. Mm -hmm. I was so happy. Let me tell you something. I was so happy. Yeah. If 13 people gave a fuck about what I had to say, I was so happy. You understand what I mean? So... Even to be two years in, and sometimes some of my shows I get in the hundreds, mm-hmm. some of my shows I got in, in the thousands, and I'm still so humble. Yeah. Like, you have to remain humble. Let me tell you something I don't care if three people give a fuck about what I gotta say. Exactly. You understand know what I mean? That's, I feel blessed and I feel great. So, how do you, how did you deal with that slow process or building your audience? How was that for you? I think something that I learned early, actually, my older brother actually said this to me because I'm, I used to be one of those people like, oh, I want this amount of followers. I want this amount of views, all this stuff. My yeah. brother, I'm never forget, yeah. he told me, stop worrying about the numbers because yep. when you stop worrying about them is when they come. Hello. Hello. And that is the truest that shit I've ever seen in my shit. life because ever since that day, that might have been in the middle of my second season. I'm on season five. At this okay. I just started going back in my YouTube and looking at like my views and stuff and I my season premiere of this season got 102 views. That's the most I've ever gotten on any <laughs> on Listen, any video, right? I love that. So it's just like yeah. wow. I waited, and yeah. this is what happened. Yeah. So that's hard though, because in the beginning it's just like I'm grateful for these six people, but damn, I wish it was 12. Of course. You know? So it's kind of just being patient with yourself. That takes a lot to learn too. So that takes a lot to learn yeah. and discipline. Everybody yes. doesn't have that patience. Yeah. People are looking for overnight. Yeah. You know, success. Yeah. And I feel like when when you're looking for something overnight, it doesn't last. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't appreciate it as much. Yeah. You don't appreciate it as much. Like I I am appreciating yeah. this. It's slow and it's steady and, yeah. and and it's been rewarding. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I always tell people, don't rush. Yeah. Like enjoy it if you have if you have fucking 50 people that are your supporters you give them nothing but love and fucking attention you understand what i mean that that's your tribe that's your audience you cater to them and those 50 people they're gonna tell a friend about you and then that friend is gonna tell a friend about you and that's how you that's how you grow your audience and also like 
not everybody's gonna like you. So like you might want everybody to let's like, talk about that. I love okay. that you brought that up. You might want everybody to tune into you and okay. you know watch your show every week, but that your show just may not be for them, and that's cool. Like I think at the beginning that's what you want. Like oh, I want everybody to listen. I want everybody to like it. Ooh. It's not really about everybody. I love that you said that. I love that you said that. I love that you said that because it goes into <laughs> something that we said off camera. I said, you know, I was an educator mm-hmm. and I've gotten DMs from people who expressed to me like, Rena, you're so intelligent. Why don't you talk about police brutality or why don't you talk about discrimination or why don't you? And I tell people. I could talk circles around anyone. Exactly. That's that humbly. And I said that very humbly. Okay. I could talk like circles around right. anyone. Exactly. But that's not the platform that I built. Exactly. You understand what I mean? Exactly. I knew what I wanted. I knew that wasn't going to change. When I go into my business meetings, that doesn't change. My podcast is a podcast for the sexually liberated. Right. I knew that wasn't going to change. Right. When people come on my, my fucking page, they don't want to hear me talk about politics fucking politics. They don't want to hear that. Facts. They're going to say, Ray, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I came here for. Facts. They want to hear reckless shit. Yeah. So I knew what my audience was. I knew what my platform was. And that's what I ran with. And that was never going to change. Anyone who knows me in real life, we have real life conversations. They know. They could talk to me about anything. Yeah. But what my audience is looking for is that reckless shit. Yeah. And there's other platforms that cater to those needs. That exactly. talk about politics. That talk about racial discrimination. There's other amazing podcasters. And I feel like there's room for all of us. Exactly. Because we're all doing it for something different. Exactly. And like, I think everybody can eat with podcasting. Because what I talk about is not going to be what you talk about. And your opinion is not going to be mine. So, about so it. Say it again. We all can eat. We all talk about different things. And we all add different like flavor to the, to the pot. To the pot. So, yeah. I love podcasting. And anybody that DMs me like, oh, how do I do this? I'm willing to help you. Because like anybody could do it. I love that. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's not say anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Some if people, you're passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, if you're passionate about it. Well, let's talk about that passion. Where does that passion come from? Has there ever been a point where you were like, Ready to throw in the towel. A hundred percent. Talk about that. Talk about it. I, I remember I was in Vegas January, in January, mm-hmm. end of January. Um, on a vacation, living my best life. But mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, it was just like, damn, like, do people really listen to my podcast? Like, is so you, really- so you were doubting yourself. A hundred percent. Okay. And I think it is again me paying attention to the numbers, trying to please everybody else, trying right. to talk about what everybody else wants mm-hmm. to talk about. So mm-hmm. I was like. I remember I posted in my close friends. This is so corny, but I posted in my close friends, and I was like, "Damn, like, should I stop my podcast? Cause like, it's that deep for me, for real." Okay. And a lot of my friends were like, "Girl, no, like, what are you talking about? Like, you're gonna feel like this at many points in the journey. Right. So, get used to it. Right. And I think that was I never thought about giving up again after that, for real. But definitely, I've gotten to those points because again, the numbers are low. Yeah. You're not really making as much motion as you want to mm-hmm. make, but. That's all a part of learning your patience and yep. understanding, like, if you're destined to be here and a part of this podcast journey, like you say you are, work for it. I love that. I love that. That's it. I love that. And, you know, I feel like that's something I had to learn as well because there's been times when I've had the same thoughts and I'm yeah. like, what am I doing this for? Exactly. You know what I mean? But when I get those DMs and, you know, I get those messages and people are like, Ray, you inspire me. Yeah. And I look I'm forward like, to your Really? Show. Like, me? Yeah. I'm like, okay. I have a purpose. Exactly. I have a purpose. And, like, I cannot stop. Even, like, I throw a lot of events for the LGBTQI community, and there's been events where 
I've had great turnouts and I'm yeah. like, oh shit, I'm sh- I'm shocked at myself. Yeah. And there's been events where a few people come out yeah. and I'm disappointed. But you know what? I'm gonna still give everybody that same experience. Exactly. I'm gonna we're gonna have a good time. I don't care if it's twenty people. Exactly. Let's have a good time. Exactly. And I feel like when you appreciate those times where it's like three people in the crowd, when you get like two hundred, you appreciate it so much more. I'm telling you. And it's like, oh, okay, like okay, we can buy it out. I'm like, telling I'm you. Those three people in this crowd. I'm so you. I'm grateful for everything that like this podcast has brought to me for real. I love that. So, okay. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to venture off on when it comes to your podcast? Like, is Ooh. is there anything else? I'm glad you said this. Yeah. Um. T- honestly. This is just something, this is a new idea that I've created, but I feel like if I speak it into existence, it's definitely going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. I want something like how you got your setup, you know how there's different suites or whatever. Mm -hmm. I want like a podcast studio where there's different setups. You could rent out different setups. You could have different, you know what I'm saying? And it's run by all black females. Tell me that's not fire. Let's talk about this. Right? Hello! Let's talk. I feel like, as black women in general, we got a lot to say. Yes, but we as do. black women who have been through some shit, we oh, got yeah. even more to say. Oh, yeah. So I feel like if we ran it. Oh, that would be dope. It would be dope. That would be so dope. And especially, like, you can come, rent this shit out, do your podcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a great networking way for everybody. For yeah. Them. So I definitely want that for real. I love that. But, you know, I'm in school, so I have mad stuff to do. You have a lot. Yeah, yeah I lose like, a lot. Okay, like, see, yeah, I understand what you mean because me, I'm the kind of person, I have, like, ten tabs open in my head. Yes. So, like, I be oh like, what gosh. the fuck? Yes. I gotta calm down. Word. So, when I first started, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that. And then I had to be like, you know what, Rhea, you're human. You are still a person. You know, you're you're a mother, you're a daughter, you know, you have things outside. You cannot overexhaust yourself. So I took those 10 tabs and I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on two or three Mm -hmm. at a time. And I'm going to perfect the fuck out Mm -hmm. of this. And then I'll open the other two. You know what I mean? So I've been pacing myself a lot more than I used to because I used to overexhaust myself. No, yeah. And I think that's important, like. Just setting that boundary with yourself, because if you say you start all ten of them things, you're not really giving none of them your all. For your real. all, yeah. So it's a waste of time and That's effort. A fact. For real. So you That's gotta, a fact. even if it's focusing just on one thing at a time, like progress is still progress. Hell, hell yeah! So. I love that. This is going so good. <laughs> it's the fucking collab. It's just just screwing. It's just it's flowing and flowing. All right, so let's get it. You know, I gotta get into it just a yeah. little bit. I'll start easy. Okay. All right, so you already told me you're 22. Yes, I okay. am. I got to start. What's, what is your sexual orientation? I always ask all my guests this. I'm straight. Straight? Mm-hmm. Straight across the board? Yeah. Straight like an arrow? Yeah. No no bends? Um, no. <laughs> At all? No. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Is that weird? No. Okay. I don't think it's weird. No, I didn't. Okay. I don't think anybody's ever actually, actually asked me what my sexual orientation is either, for real. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Do they just assume, assume that you're straight? Uh, maybe. Really? Do I give straight? <laughs> right? I don't like to judge. Oh, okay. Period. Yeah, that's why I, I like I to ask you. people. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you came in here with a fucking, um, uh, fucking do-rag on. I want to still ask you, <laughs> like, like, what's, up? what's your sexual orientation? Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you really care. 
You know? Oh, okay. So you're straight. Yeah. Okay. Single? Yeah. Taken? Single. Single. Why? Um, hold on. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really want to know. You're a beautiful I woman. Like, I can tell that you're very intelligent. Oh, thank you. I, I really know, can. You know, Why are you single? Reason. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think a lot of the, well, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm going to speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm single by choice for real. Like, because it's like, I have a lot going on that I, and I have a lot going on and I have a lot that I want to do in this life. Okay. Right? And I haven't met nobody that adds to that at all. Really? Yeah. At all? I'd rather be by myself before I waste my time. That's my number one rule. Okay. I don't, we don't have a lot of time, so don't waste it. But okay. I don't know. How single life? I enjoy it. You love it? Yes. Do you go on dates? Um, I haven't been on a date in a minute. I'm not gonna lie. You haven't been on a date. No. Really? I'm very in my school podcast working bag. Really? Me. I love that for you. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not lonely. I think I've learned the difference between being lonely and being alone. Ooh. Talk about that shit. So, you want to get deep? Let's <laughs> get deep. Right into it. Okay. I think we often confuse and think that we're lonely because we're simply alone. And I feel like loneliness is deeper than having nobody around you. I think that's something that's really within you. Because if you're alone and you are comfortable with that, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're comfortable in your own skin. You could be by yourself. Not many people have that. Yeah. So that's how they get that lonely feeling. Okay. Me, I'm not lonely because I'm comfortable being by myself. I know that my solitude is my best time, for I real. I love that. So Talk that. I'm just alone. I'm not lonely. Period. Put some fucking hearts in the box for her. I like that. We're not a fucking lone. No. I mean, we're not lonely. We're right. alone. We're just alone. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Have you ever been in a serious relationship at your young age? Um, yes. My first relationship was when I was 15, 14, 15. 14? Right. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. My 14 year old tell me she had a relationship. I'll smack No, you have to be understanding. 14? Yes. You don't even know what a relationship is. Exactly. That's okay. why you have to be understanding. Because understanding 14, about what? I'm going to tell you, you don't know what a relationship is. When you're 14, you think, I'm very close to 16, so I know everything. <sighs> I haven't figured out. I'm telling you from experience, for real. So, like, if your 14-year-old was to come and tell you, listen, I'm fucking with this guy. What? <laughs> have this same conversation. Like, listen, you don't know what a relationship is. They're not going to... Nobody ever thinks that their mom is right, but that is true. I know that from experience. Yeah, I did not think my mother was exactly. right. Exactly. Okay. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, the love yeah. Of my life. Like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. Okay. But um, yeah. Then I was in another relationship when I was like 17. That ended when I was like 20. So I've been single for like three years now, for real. You've been single for three years. Yeah. Okay. Happily single. Happily, for real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't mind me asking, are you? Just Celibate? Technically, yeah. Yeah? I guess you could say, yeah. How's that? I've never been, like, one of those girls that was really sex-driven. You're not a I'm sexual more, like I am. If, I, you know, if I'm fucking with somebody and this is my person, okay. yes. But... You need mental stimulation exactly. first. Exactly. I love that. You gotta go mental first. You gotta go... If you fail here, you ain't going nowhere. I love that you say that. And I love that... You're such a young woman saying that because I'm a little older than you. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, my era was different. And I see a lot of young girls 
that are dating now in 2022 and I really don't hear them talk about the mental aspect of dating yeah and that worries me so much yeah everything is so physical exactly I hear so many and I have a lot of straight friends Mm -hmm. I'm a lesbian woman but I have a lot of straight friends and I hear so many women I need some dick or he's a piece of shit but I need that dick or the dick is and I'm just like Wow. Yeah, see, and I'm like, <laughs> like, wow. I, I don't know. I, don't get me wrong. We all go through that phase where it's like, we're, we're like stupid in love a little bit. But I feel Okay, like I guess. I went through mine when I was mad young. So at this point in my life, it's like, no. If you don't treat me right, I don't want nothing to do with none of it. So I love that you said that. What To a 22-year-old woman, what is treating you right? What, what, what does that mean? What does a man have to do to treat you right? I feel like a lot of the things that went wrong in my past relationships were me feeling like I was in competition with other people. That's the main thing that I always Like other women? Yeah. So... Are you a jealous woman? I think I used to be. What's your sign? Taurus. I love Taurus. What's your sign? I'm a cancer. (laughs) Yeah! Uh, We go very good together. uh, We're very compatible. Yeah. Yeah. See? I knew it. Taurus. Okay. Um, what was the question? I'm sorry, you can. Because <laughs> you asked me a question. I said, <laughs> "What did I say?" I said, "Are you a jealous woman?" Oh yeah, I think that I was jealous because I, like I said, we often think that we have so much self love for ourselves until we're put in a position to where somebody's making us jealous. Mm. I feel like jealousy is really rooted in how you feel about yourself. So now I'm so solid within myself. I'm not jealous about nothing. For nothing. Mm-mm. Really. Yeah. Any insecurities? We all do. We have insecurities. No. I'm sure I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really but within yourself. Yeah. Not other people putting insecurities on you. Yeah, I think we all do. Yeah. Low key. I think yeah. And we just have to work on them throughout our lives. I really. agree. Okay. Oh, I can't really think of that. You can ask me some questions too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, have you ever been with a man? I have been with a man. I feel like I definitely heard you say this on one of your other yeah, episodes. Yeah, I've I've spoken about this before. I was a married woman, and that's why I love to talk about. I love to talk to, even though I'm a lesbian woman, I love to share my stories with straight women mm-hmm. and bisexual women because they feel like they can't relate to me because I'm a lesbian woman right. or that I've never been through it. Yeah. And it's like, sweetheart. I've been there. I've been there. Mm-hmm. I did all of that. All of that. Let me yeah. tell you something. I was married. I'm a former military wife. Um, I have a beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. She's 13 years old. Um, so there's nothing that any woman cannot talk to me about or that I have not experienced yeah. in life myself. Yeah. Yeah. How is it being in a relationship with somebody in the military? Like, is that hard? harder than like usual you know what i'm going to say it taught me a lot of discipline okay it taught me a lot of discipline and that's something that i would never like people my husband taught me life skills yeah you understand what i mean Mm -hmm. he taught me life skills so that's no i would never take that away from my marriage because he taught me things that I didn't possess before I was married. Yeah. Like 
things that I still carry in my life right now. Right. I'm very organized. Mm-hmm. When I wake up, I know exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> exactly. I know exactly what I'm going to do that day. Yeah. You know, I have it already planned out in my head. Yeah. I, when I wake up, I, I'm laying there. I know what time I need to do this, what time I'm going to be done. Mm-hmm. It taught me time management. It taught me discipline. It taught me dedication. So I would say it was hard in some areas. Because it was very disciplined, it was very trained, yeah. but I feel like they were pros to it as well. Absolutely. Mm. Was he like stationed far away from you at all times? Yeah, at some point he was in Afghanistan. Wow. For a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And how was the communication? Like, can you talk on the phone or are you writing letters? At that time? Wow. So you're going deep. You're going far. I, just, I, I love honest. it. You know, at that time, my daughter was really young. Okay. She was a baby. Um, we were writing letters. This was before the the whole social media boom yeah. and mm-hmm. shit like that. So we were writing letters back and forth, but it was hard. Yeah. It was hard. And and a lot of people, I, uh, I did an interview on this uh, audio. The day that my ex-husband left for Afghanistan is the day that I got married. The same exact day. Wow. I got married, and three hours later, he was going to Afghanistan. Wow. Look at that. I I don't think everything... I don't think anything happens for no reason. Yeah. Well, I got a divorce, so... Yeah, right? Okay, well, on to the next one. Right. Wow. I mean, yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. They have a story. So, like, what? when did you really know, like... That you wanted to be a lesbian, like is that a that I wanted to be a that lesbian? Like, Nobody knows that they want to be a lesbian. Like, hey, I want to be a fucking lesbian tomorrow. <laughs> well, how did this transition happen? <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> I don't really know how to word it. Right? But, you you want to be a lesbian or right. what? <laughs> I'll say this. I, I it took me a long time to clarify this in my mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've always been bisexual. Mm-hmm. So I went from being a bisexual woman to becoming a lesbian woman. Okay. There was some point in my life where I was attracted to men, and I don't lie about that. Um, I was attracted to men, but even when I was attracted to men, I was attracted to women. Right. When my husband met me, I had girlfriends way yeah. before him, yeah. so he knew that. Yeah. He knew about my lifestyle. He knew what it was. Um, even during my marriage, I was attracted to women. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I tried. I'm not going to say I tried because at some point in my life, I, I, I'm like you, I'm, um, I'm, I'm based on mental stimulation. Yeah. So there was a lot that my husband taught me and that is what made me fall in love with him. Right. He taught me yeah. a lot about life. Um, so I, I did love him at some point. I just knew that I wasn't myself. Yeah. I wasn't myself. Yeah. Like this person in front of you, I could have never been in front of him. Right. I was Ooh. so different. Wow. Very poised, very quiet, yeah. very introverted. Um, totally, a totally different woman. Wow. And I knew that wasn't who I am. Because yeah. I'm very boisterous. Yeah. I come in the room and people know <laughs> exactly. I'm this motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm here. But when I was with him, I lost myself. Yeah. I lost myself. I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew I was a military wife. And I know I was a mother, mm-hmm. but that was it. Yeah, that was it. And I and and I tell a lot of young girls, and I love that we're having this conversation. I tell people, what saved me is my education. 
-hmm. Even when I was just a military wife, I went to school. So when I left my marriage, I left with something. Yeah. You understand what I mean? I had my education. Yeah. And I was able to build myself back up yeah. based off of my education. Yeah. That was something that a divorce, nothing could take from me. Yep, that's I walked like, away with that that's shit. That's one thing my dad always drilled in my head. Your I education is something nobody could ever take from nobody. you. So make sure you are so educated to where you make them do a double take. Hello. I love that. That's why I'm... That is a very wise man. In the books. Let me tell you something. In the books. Mm -hmm. That was something like I was... It was times when I didn't work. I just stayed home and took care of the baby. But I was smart enough to know like, I'm going to go to school. (laughs) Even if I take online classes, I'm going to go to school. Because I was meant to be more than somebody's wife. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with being somebody's wife if that's what you want to do. I I believe in love and I believe in... All of that. Yeah. If that's what you want to be somebody's wife, but I feel like you still have to find yourself. Exactly. You still have to add your own fire to the world outside of him. You do. I totally agree. I, I'm in grad school right now. I actually go to John Jay. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm Shout great. out to John Jay. My mother went to John Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm majoring in criminal justice with a minor in police administration. Okay. So, so what, do you, what do you, like, what do you want to do career? I'm, I love criminal justice, but I'm more into like the police brutality aspect or just the police administration part of it. So for me, my main goal in life, and when I say this, a lot of people are like shocked, I want to be a Supreme Court judge. Really? Yes. Really? But then I would also love to be a district attorney. So I just see like, you being a DA. Right? I really can see you being a body, right? Yeah. You so would body that like, shit good. I don't know, because it's just, in some states, you have to go to law school to be a judge, and in some, you don't. Okay. New York happens to be one of the states that you don't. You don't? Yeah. Okay. So, I would want to go to law school anyway, just so that I could get the experience and like learn what I really need to learn. But I think I would start off as a either a criminal profiler or a detective. I have so many things that I could do. I love you. Well, you have a master's degree in criminal justice. You can do anything. So. Yeah. I want to do it all. You want to do it all. Everything. Listen, it's the independent black woman in the building for me. Okay, <laughs> so I have to ask. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like at this point? You have so much going for you. you you're you beautiful. You're talented. You have a business. You're in grad school. What do you feel like a man would have to possess to approach you? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I feel like... Like I said, I'm not, I'm not for like looks or anything like. Well, really? Okay, well, okay. You like ugly niggas? No. See, I knew <laughs> that. I knew you like ugly niggas? That. I knew you gonna do that. No, but what kind of niggas you like? <laughs> I just have to be mentally stimulated. You have to be able to teach me something. Like I have to be interested in, you know. Okay, but we all have a type. What's your yeah. basic type? Okay. Be honest. Basic. Okay. Basic would be probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. Okay. What's your basic Just follow me. Follow this. this I'm listening. I'm talking right. physically. Right. Okay. So 6'2", boom. Tall. You're like a yes. tall nigga. Yes. Okay. I spent a lot of years with a short guy and um, wasn't for me. I could see and, you with a tall nigga. Right. Okay. Yeah. 6'2", light skin for sure. Why? I don't know what it is, but I love them. You like light skin niggas? Yeah. Pretty I mean, niggas. Yeah. Why? I don't know. They pre- do they protect you? Like I mean, I wanna I wanna know. I mean I've met a few that could, but You sure? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. So you like light skin pretty yeah. niggas, Drake niggas. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's give him Drake. Tall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fat or skinny niggas? Um, you know, somebody asked me this in the yeah. Q&A that I did. I'm curious. <laughs> with you, like, however you come in. You don't mind? I don't. So you like a fat I'm, nigga too? I'm, I'm in the gym, but you know, that's not for everybody. So, uh, okay. okay, not fat. Well. A big nigga. Yeah, that's fine. Obese nigga. Obese is a little crazy. That that go crazy. Yes. Yeah, all right, crazy. all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you all right. want to <laughs> side, sure. All right. If you skinny too, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm okay. Chilling. What does he have to possess? Mentally, he has to be respectful. He has Hell to be yeah. um, driven. He has yeah. to. Ha- he has to know what his purpose in life is for real. I love that. Cause I know what mine is. Hello. So, I love that. Okay. Um, he has to have a plan to pursue that. What if he doesn't have a job? But he has a. But he has a plan. No job, but he has a plan. A plan to. Make he money. knows what he wants. Okay, but where? <laughs> How are you supporting this plan? That's just my question. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, we can give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so a man with a plan. Yeah. You're, you're right no, with that. No, I'm totally fine. Okay. All right. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a simple girl. You're a simple girl. Yeah. Do you like older or younger guys? I'm going to say older. What do you mean by older? Um, I'm 22, so I think my cap would be like 28. To be honest, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they have a little bit more experience that they can teach me. Okay, you know? that's cool. Have you ever dated a younger man? I have. What was that like? I feel like when I was like, let's say twenty, like I had so much more to learn in life. Yeah, you know, from twenty to twenty-two, now I've learned so much. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, a whole lot. So like, I feel like somebody that's twenty, you cool, but like I just feel like you got a lot more life experience. What if they have the same experience as you? You know, so my friend asked me this too. See? I don't know. See? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay. So we talked about mentally. Mm-hmm. We gotta get a little reckless. Okay, great. What do you want, what do you look for sexually? Um, what do I look for sexually? Yeah. What do you, what turns you on? What makes you feel like, okay, we can go into the sex phase? This is kind of a hard question. Why? I don't know. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) See, it's been so long that I've interacted with somebody to make me feel like, you know what? Maybe I could fuck you. You don't get horny. I do, but like, not by niggas that like, I'm talking to. Do you masturbate? I don't. You don't masturbate. Can I tell you why? Please do. I, I did an episode on this recently. This might sound weird. I don't know. It sounds weird to other women. It, it's it's going to sound me, very weird to me. I'm going to be honest. I'd rather my nigga do that. No. No. I'm going to disagree with you as your, <laughs> cousin. As your big cousin. I'm about to disagree with her as her big cousin. Oh, okay, go ahead. No. Why? Because you seem like, this is my first time meeting you, but you seem like a very in tune woman. Yes. Why would you give your power to another person? Mm, you got me there. Why would you give your power to another person? I always tell people, mm. you are in control of your sexual desires. Wow, you're really you, just No, 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 I'm being serious. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. 
I'm being serious. You are in control of your, yeah. your sexual desires. Anytime I meet a woman, if I'm about to lay down with her, my first question is, what do you like? Right. I need to know what you like. And I don't want to know based off of your experience with someone else. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you like. Right. What you figured out with your own body. Because I'm going to tell you exactly what I like and I'm going to tell you exactly what I don't like. Yeah. You understand what I mean? So I feel like we give so much power to our partners yeah. when it comes to our yeah. sexuality. I, I am a pro masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pro masturbator. Yeah, like I, I feel like there's so much sex. power and, and control in masturbation. Like yeah. my sexual gratification doesn't come from anybody else unless I want it to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I gotta want it. I gotta want it from you. Yeah. Because I have control over that. Wow. No, you just ate me up. Wow. That just unlocked a whole different cabinet in my brain. Hey! Wow. No, you're right. You're really right. I guess I never thought of it that way. You know? You never thought about it like that. No. Okay. So you don't masturbate. Mm-hmm. How do you release? Um, I tried before. You just, you don't get any gratification. No? No. Maybe I'm just not taking the time to really do it maybe yeah. i'm not like taking the time to learn enough yeah you know yeah that's probably what it is okay but i yeah okay yeah that's 100 percent. okay <laughs> all right tell me about your most reckless dating experience this year <sighs> when's the last time you said you dated three years ago you mean like in a relationship no not a relationship oh, like when on a date Maybe by my birthday, my birthday was in April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like reckless, like date experience. Yeah. I, you know, my problem is, like, immediately when I meet a guy and we're at the dinner table, I immediately know if I'm going to speak to you tomorrow or not. What do you know? Based like, on what? Your energy just has to be compatible with mine. And I feel like. I know when people's energy is going to clash with mine and who I should stay away from. So. <sighs> so it's energy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Energy. I think I'm just an energy driven energy driven person. Okay. I like yeah. that. I am too. Yeah. I think it's good to be that way though. Is it? Uh, yes and no. Because mm, I think so. Yes, actually. I'm not going to say no. I think it is. Cause not everybody's in tune with that part of themselves. I don't think. I I agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I agree. Okay. We do a good time. Okay. We got about fifteen minutes left. So. Okay. You can ask me some questions too. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about podcasting? Oh, that's a good question. Connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. I love talking to people. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, even if this is going to be the first and only time we meet, right. I want to leave them a good impression with you. Facts. That's it. Yeah. I don't care who I talk to. As long as we vibe and we connect and I leave a good impression. Because I feel like if I leave a good impression on you, you're going to tell someone else about me. Yep. You understand what I mean? And that's how network networking happens. Yeah. And it gives them something to remember you by for... Yeah, you know, like you always think about. Oh, I was on your podcast. That was so cool. Yeah, yeah I love that. Good. I love, and I met so many people um in the last two years, and some people I've met literally from podcasting that have become like family to me. Yeah, that yeah. I feel like that's amazing. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, what's like 
people watching your show, right, what's the one thing that you want them to take away from it? <clears throat> Just how vulnerable I've been with my audience. Mm -hmm. I really do. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I share a lot with my audiences. Um, I said with my audience. With my <laughs> audience. I feel like I share a lot with my audience. Um, I feel like there's parts of my life that I don't share at all. Right. You know, you know yeah. and everybody cannot maneuver that. Right. Let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk I about feel it. like it's not for everybody. There people a lot there's so many different layers to me. And I feel like there's parts of me that I don't share at all. Yeah. That people will have no idea. Yeah. Only a a select few people be like, Okay, I know that part of her. Yeah. But the parts of me that I do share, I give my all. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like people appreciate my vulnerability. I feel like people appreciate the fact that I'm a real person. This is a real story. Like, yeah. I'm not sugar-coated shit. Right. Uh, like, people have seen my growth and I've shared my story. You understand what I mean? People yeah. have seen when I was literally at a desk in my house doing this shit yeah. and they see when i worked so hard to get my studio yeah. to be where we are right now so i feel like just sharing myself and people just knowing that i'm a real woman and like i really like a lot in my interviews i tell people like you know i'm from south side jamaica queens <laughs> but i don't say that in a way like to let people think like i'm in the streets i say that in a way to let people know like there are influential women that come yes. from these places. Yes. You understand yes. what I mean? Like, there are people... I'm from Southside Jamaica, Queens, mm -hmm. in real life. Yeah. But I wasn't in the streets. Right. My mother had me in the house. Right. My mother had me in school. Yeah. My mother had me in the books. Mm -hmm. You understand what I mean? So there are people who could be boss-ass women that's that can come from nowhere exactly and that's and that's how i'm coming that's, out the door totally agree. that's how i'm coming out the totally door agree. that's it i totally agree first of all i just think new york women in general have just a different aura about us we really do like, we just so special we just have a swag like, about us right like nobody. it's just not from you they're not, not messing with us right, right? Not gonna get it. i love but that i want to talk about what you said before about like you know you choose what you want to share i think as a podcaster it's so important to know what you should share and what you, you know, want to share with your audience or whatever, and then also what you should keep private. Because there are certain parts of our lives that really don't need to be on our podcast. You know? And I'm learning that because right. I used to yes. be bad with that. Yes. I used to overshare. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and, and someone told me, like, you know what, Rhea? I love that you're so vulnerable, but people are going to judge you. Yeah. If you overshare, mm -hmm. people are gonna judge you regardless. Right. <laughs> regardless, if but if you overshare, you give more people more, more to talk about. Yeah. So I've been working on just like certain parts of my life. Like I'm a mother. People, people see that they see my daughter and they, oh wow, you know you're a mass presenting lesbian. You have a beautiful baby girl, and I love to show my baby girl off. But there's certain parts that I just refuse to anymore. Yeah. Because she's like the most precious part of my exactly. life. You understand exactly. what I mean? And there are certain things in your life that you just got to keep close to you and nobody so else. So close. I love that. I agree. I totally agree. I, I definitely used to be an oversharer. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Like in my earlier seasons, yeah, I'm telling way too much. Too much. Talking way too much. Too much. Because I was just too emotional for real. Me too. And it was just like, girl, you can control that and keep some of your you know, life to yourself for real. But I think being a podcaster is such a benefit as a human for real because it teaches you so much about like okay 
You can keep certain things to yourself. You don't gotta, you know, dibble and dabble on everything. You can stick to one thing. Like it teaches you a lot about yourself as a person for real. As you grow. So I think that's something I'm working on too. For real. I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said you're on your what, fifth season? Yes. What's next? Let's talk about it. So I break my podcast up into seasons because like I wouldn't be able to like stay afloat with school and working on stuff if I just went straight through. So I give myself two weeks between each season just to like, you know, record, catch up on work, whatever. Um, so I'm on my fifth season. I'm trying to drop merch by the end of this year. Me too. Um, I did my first run of merch. It was just t-shirts, but I want to do hoodies. I want to venture out. Hell yeah. Stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? And then I want to get into like really doing my own events, like networking stuff. Like I want to really take this to the next level. Yeah. So. I got a lot of things that I'm trying to work on. I love that. Once, I love we'll that. We'll get them all done one day. You will get them back. You will. Yeah. And and I mean this and I say this, like, I feel like I'm still an upcoming podcaster. I've been doing this for two years, but I feel like <clears throat> I'm blessed with my progress. Yeah. I'm super blessed. Yeah. Like, I, the, the progress I've made and, you know, just being able to network with different people and be on bigger platforms. If there's anything I can do to help you, no, I mean that. I appreciate it. I, I really mean I that. I appreciate it a lot. This is not the last time we're going to meet. At all. <laughs> First of all, I love you. Hello. This is not the last time we're going to meet. Um, I tell, like, people, if I go up for energy. Yeah. I think energy is so important. And, and if we all support each other, there's 100%. room for all of us to grow. 100%. There's room for all of us. 100%. It really is. That's so important. Like, for me, like, I'm, I consider myself an up-and-coming podcaster. You still, you got a little time on you. I'm an up-and-coming podcaster, boo. But for me, it's like, how can you be so welcoming? Like, that's so important. Like, because, you know, as somebody who's just starting out for real, it's kind of easy to be intimidated by the people who are, you know, I higher, not higher than you, but, like, have more progress than you in the game. So, I respect it. I appreciate it so Aww. much. We locked in now. This is Jay. Hello. Before we get out of here, I just want to say a couple of things. Um, I just want to give a shout out to None Better. Let me tell you something. None Better is a staple in the New York City LGBTQI community. We have a super big event this Sunday, October 16th at Lagos. Um, we're doing the Gab, the Gay Ass Brunch. I just want to say thank you to None for fucking believing in me, for putting me on, um, just for the opportunity. I'm coming out Sunday in fucking rare form. I'm going to have my camera in hand. I want to ask all those fucking questions. I want to know how y'all like it. You like it from the front or do you like it from the fucking back? You like strap or you like scissor? I want to know all of that shit, okay? I'm going to be outside on Sunday. This is a huge event for women that like women. We at Lagos. October 16th from 1 to 7 p.m. This is an event that's sponsored by Casamigos. Um, I'm so honored. I'm so blessed. I'm so ready. Listen, this this year has been a blessing. As it should be. She takes something. And we gonna we I'm gonna meet you at the top. Period. I'm Products, you know, um, I appreciate you. I love you. I, 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 
everything that you do for the show. Thank you so much. We have something coming up super special in November. Um, there's another sponsor coming on real soon. Um, I'm going to talk about that next <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm super blessed. I'm super excited. I love you so much. If you love me like I love you, then I'm going to see you on Sunday, October 16th at the Gay Ass Brunch. You don't got to be gay to come. If you love me, if I'm your favorite fucking gay cousin, then we outside. Let me tell you something. You celebrating me. We outside. Um, this is a huge event for me. I love that I fucking collaborated with Jay tonight. I feel like more podcasters, we need to do this for our community, for us as uh, black Queens. women. Black queens in New York City. We taking over the fucking podcast game. This is Reckless Talk with Recorea. This is just Jay. You gotta invite me to your show one day. I will. Boo. Listen, my studio, listen, it's not... I don't give a fuck. It ain't reckless, but... I don't give a fuck. Please. I started at, in my house. I would love that. I would love that. I would love to be on your show. Don't... ain't saying but a thing, girl. That's it. This is Reckless Talk and Raya. We are the fuck out of here. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a liar.